What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Diabetes Hustle Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It has been forever since I've recorded a podcast, and I've been procrastinating, and I won't get into it too much right now, but part of it is just like, I feel awkward interviewing people on through a screen, and I'd rather interview people in person. And I'm just trying to figure out, you know, my content right now. I'm kind of in like that boat of like, all right, what am I going to talk about? What value am I going to bring? I don't want to interview the same people everyone else is being interviewed by and the same questions when were you diagnosed, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to bring something to the table. So I just want to say thank you so much if you've been listening and been rocking with me or if you've just been listening today. I really appreciate it. I don't know how to measure results with podcasts so it's kind of hard for me to tell who's liking them so i appreciate anything i get um today is going to be talking about me getting an insulin pump um kind of updates with the podcast and then also leaving you guys with some diabetes inspiration i mean the daily hustle we got to get to some inspiration i can't just sit here and document my journey and not give you guys some sort of light um i want to start off by saying i'm gonna get the omnipod pretty soon I don't know when and the process has been really like mind-blowing I'm just like okay this is happening that's happening like I'm just in shock really because if someone wants something with diabetes technology whatever kind of device you want to use you have to work for it essentially unless you're like me which is daily injections MDI gang what's up um everything else if you want to pump or CGM you have to call and you got to what we would say the diabetes hustle for it you got to hustle for it and one of one nurse who's local here in san diego reached out to me i'm not gonna say her name i don't know if that's if i should or not but she said she looked up my file and she said i used to notice that i used to be on the omnipod and and that's true i was on the omnipod about two years ago I, i mean i've had t1d for almost four years now and she was telling me you know i could possibly get you back with your insurance back on the Omnipod, and I was like, um, sure, I mean, it's worth a shot, you can try, and I was just kind of like, I kind of, I don't want to say g to her, but I was like, all right, well, I doubt you can get me to get an Omnipod, I'll just say yes to you, and next thing you know, she's calling me again, and then I'm getting letters from insurance, I'm accepted, and I'm like, um, okay, this is, I don't know if I actually want to do this, I told her that, because, you know, I was like, I'm comfortable with injections, like, it's cool, like, I, I know people who have an A1C of 4.5 with injections and with pumps. I've seen both sides of the spectrum. It's a matter of to each his own, you know, which do you prefer? What do you see yourself best managed with, you know? And And I see it as like people who are on pumps, there's some who are strong advocates, like everyone should be on a pump. And I respect that, you know, that's cool. That's kind of like me and my mentality with eating. Everyone should eat low carb. Um, So I I respect when people have that strong belief of pumps pumps or injections, you know. But, like, just bringing that to the table that there is people who have excellent A1Cs. Like, I'm not saying there's one or two. There's a lot of people who have great control with it. With injections. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you guys heard that. That was my desk. I'm going off. Um, I'm low as I'm speaking to you. But... Um, what I was getting to is there's both sides that are successful with injections and with pumps. It it really, it just really depends. Now, the number one thing why I would want an Omnipod and I'm not considering any other pump because one insurance and number two, I don't see myself with 
any tubing. I don't I don't see that as a problem for anyone really. I just personally I don't really I don't even want a pump. And to for me to be picky and consider one, it would be the Omnipod. Being that I've already had it and I won't get too much into tubing. I have nothing against tubing, really. No 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 shots fired at all. Um and the number one thing I love about going back to a pump is temporary basils. I'm huge on basil testing and fine tuning your basil like it's like your Picasso, like fine tune that thing. Um to tailor to your day. So I do Traceba currently, split dosage recommended by Dr. Bernstein. We'll get into that. That's a whole nother podcast in of itself. And I'll do a, a 10, 9 p.m. shot and then a 4 a.m. shot. And I've seen that kind of keeps me pretty steady as of now. I haven't, haven't fine-tuned in a while. I've kind of just bumped up increments of one or two units here and there, depending on Don Phenomenon and resistance and, and you know, if I've eaten, you know, whatever. Nonetheless, having temporary basils would be crazy because that means I wouldn't have to wake up at 4 a.m. every day. Granted, it doesn't mean I would never wake up in the middle of the night, check my blood sugar, if food changes or whatnot. I won't have to wake up at 4 a.m., which is great. And then on top of it, I can set different basils. So I'm more, I guess, resistant after, I think, 3 a.m. I'm not really 100% all the way up until 12 p.m. That's when I'm most resistant, you know, and that would be great. I can play around with doing temporary basils that are higher during workouts, during the morning, decreasing them at night, and then decreasing them on workout days, days that I'm not working out, keep them um, flat. If I'm not walking, I'll increase my basil. Like, that's, I'm I'm a basil guy. Basil, 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 it's all the basils, okay? And then the second part about having an Omnipod or just a pump in general is, I don't have to carry, I'm still going to carry pre-filled syringes, which is how I do things. I don't use flex pens because of insulin leakage from flex pens. Um, another, like I said, another podcast, another episode. <laughs> um, I, I still would carry pre-filled syringes, but I won't have to like get out of my way to, you know, some days I, I do go to the bathroom to inject or sometimes um, just, I... I have, I don't know, but it's just cool to be able to press a couple buttons, you guys get what I'm getting at, and then be able to bolus and kind of, you know, let that pre-bolus sink in as I'm using my Dexcom G5, I don't have the G6 yet, but just the combination of those, I definitely see myself getting in the low 5 A1Cs game, which is something, you know, if you've been watching the journey with the Diabetes Hustle, that's what I'm striving for, essentially for um, the longevity possible and to keep that number. Anyone can get it. The hard part is keeping it in the words of Dr. Dre. And that, those are, those are where I'm at. And I guess there's a couple other things with having a pump that would be cool is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not using needles for me. doesn't really hurt me that much, but being able to just press a couple buttons and be on my merry way is great. I think as soon as I start, and and I'll and I'll say this also to add on, is when I get a pump, I know that my first couple of weeks, heck, even months, I'm gonna be adjusting a lot of things. My blood sugar won't be great. It'll be a lot of lows, a lot of hypers, because it's a new thing. It took me a while to fine tune um, daily injections, and I'm still on on it. If I have to change my food and I'm not thinking about it or just changing things in general, it's gonna be hard. But it's not as hard as completely changing, you know, from 
I don't know how to compare it. Like, it's not like going from an automatic car to manual to stick shift or like going from a car to a plane. Like, it, I think it's totally different. But the fact that I've, I've learned the art of MDI, as you can say, is if something happens to my pump, I can go right back instantly to my split dosage of basal, right back to an injection, be prepared if something happens to my pump. And I'm, you know, the back of my mind is I'm going to have, there's probably going to be days where I, you know, something happens to my pump, my blood sugar goes to like something crazy, like 200s, 300s, which is just something always to be aware of and something to be prepared, you know, always have those pre-filled syringes or extra insulin of cool insulin, whatever it is. I'll leave you guys off with this as the inspiration for you guys, the gold, golden, golden, golden thing. I made this post a while back on Instagram and it's always stuck with me. It's like it made an impact on myself. Nobody will care as much as you do. I promise you that. And and there's beauty in that. I'm not saying that mom and dad or your loved ones or your girlfriend, boyfriend doesn't care for you, but no one will care for you as much as you will. They're not going to be the ones in the stores looking through the 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 groceries. Oh, should I get this snack or that snack? They're not going to make that conscious decision. They're not going to be the ones to call the pharmacy early enough so you don't run out of test strips or whatnot. They're not going to be the ones to pick up Dr. Bernstein's book or heck, whatever book it is about diabetes or health in general, just your well-being. No one's going to force you to go on the walk that you need to. Whatever it is, no one's going to care as much as you do. I promise you that. My mom loves me to death and she will like give me her pancreas. I know she would. I wouldn't take it, but um just to express the love she has for me. But my mom she never showed me ways of how to eat. She she didn't have time for that. She didn't show me about split dosage what I'm talking to you about. I was never good in academics in school, but being that I'm a type 1 diabetic I had to pick up that book. I had to pick up books and learn and 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 essentially go on YouTube and consume everything like a sponge and take in the stuff that I need. So I want to push that to you guys for today's podcast episode is is remind yourself no one will care as much as you do. Pick up that book or that mentor or that video and learn and have humility. Learn from everyone, but it's not always what to do. It's what not to do and be picky about your diabetes. Guys, I really appreciate you guys watching. Remember, this is not medical advice. Do not take this as medical advice. I need to add this in the beginning, Ali. And I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much. See you for the next episode.